welcome to another installment of Noah's Archive. I am your host, Hisame, and you can find me on Twitter under Hisame, which is HI5AME. I run an unofficial English language Noah news account. I do translations of tweets and articles and various other media related Noah things. So in this episode, I am going to be talking about the events from Great Voyage in Niigata 2018 to the end of Navigation with Breeze 2018. There are two kinds of, I guess you could call them uprisings, going on in Noah at the moment. Keno at Tsushikotoge and the aggression, um, and I guess you could add in Kaitoki Emiya, are not exactly siding with each other, although I think we probably will see Keno, Ketoge team at some point, um, but rather against the veterans, which of course are Namichi Marafuchi and Takashi Sugiura in particular. Sugiura Marafuchi have been joined by Akitoshi Saito, who got on the microphone on the last night of the tour and told the younger generation that he was proud to be a part of the Misawa generation and stand amongst those who knew Misawa and he would take his stand with the other veterans against them. Marafuji replicated his speech on Instagram, where Katsuhiko Nakajima's response was to post three smoking, smirking face icons. Kaitoki involvement in all of this is yet to be seen. I'm going to mention Atsuchi Katogi here, as I will not have the chance to do later on. He's still talking about his revolution, although Sugiura destroyed him for the belt, and Kino said he has no idea what he means by revolution. No one does, Katoge has completely lost it. Uh, but he understands what his feelings are towards the state of things in Noah concerning who has the belt and where it is. Uh, Katoge is still wearing his cape to the ring and hanging it up and putting it um, on to leave. Even after Kino annihilated him, he insisted on wearing it and before he left the, as he left the ring. Kutogi's cloak has been a form of comedy. Dadasuke put it on. Ogawa naturally refused when offered. It kind of reminded me of when Shinya Hashimoto did his hip thrusts and Toshiaki Kawada refused to join in, shook his head and left the ring. Yohei asked if he could borrow it and Kutogi told him yes and he wanted to see him put Hayata in it. Good luck. Kotoge has taken to putting it on during matches and diving on his opponents from the top turnbuckle, which makes him look like a giant bat. Uh, most people roll out of the way, and one fan posted a picture of Super Mario gliding through the air in a cape on Twitter, um, which was actually pretty apt. Aside from Ogawa, the other person who hasn't seen the funny side of any of this is Masaki Tamiya, who stamped on it and vowed that on the 6th of June he was going to put an end uh, to the comedy cape. Kotoge also seems to have a minor rivalry going with Hayata, who choked him with a towel, which is actually pretty unusual for Hayata to do this sort of use weapons doing it. I think that Noah have actually put a stop to wrestlers, and in particular Mitsuo Nagai, doing this. And an ugly incident threatened to take place when a fan became quite in, became very annoyed that Nagai had taken his towel and he marched right over to him to try and snatch it back, meaning that Yunta Miyawaki had to get involved and ask him to step back. The fan did, but since then I haven't seen this happen. Before I start in the events at Kurukun Hall, I want to first give a brief overview of what is meant by either the young generation, the new generation, the next generation, and the Misawa generation, the old generation, or the veterans. 
I have actually done an earlier podcast explaining this, um, which you can find on Noah's archive on SoundCloud or iTunes. It's called Kino and the Misawa Generation. But I will outline briefly here, as I know there has been some confusion to exactly what it means. In a nutshell, the Misawa generation are the veterans. Marufuji, Sugiura, Shiozaki, Edwards, Inoue, Saito, Ogawa. Although at 34, Eddie Edwards is the youngest of this group, and although he is usually absent from Noah, most of the time um, he is in this category when he, he is in, when he is back in Noah. And the younger generation are basically those who are in the late 20s, early 30s, most of whom did not know Misawa. The 29th of May at Kurukun Hall was the catalyst for this uprising, as it was a moment the demons broke their chains and escaped from the underworld, or at least as far as the seniors were concerned, but the 1,558 people who attended loved it. The last title match that Marufuji and Sugiura had took place during the Suzuki-gun New Japan era. It must have been about two or three years ago now, and you could tell by Sugiura's body language that he absolutely hated it. He beat Marufuji for the title then, but this was not Noah booking, and it involved chair shots and the seconds fighting with the seconds, and outside interference. So this match was touted as a GHC that only we can do. Sugiura, the man with the most defensive record, dominated the match. Marufuji was battered, to put it lightly. They'd torn into each other in the pre-matches with Sugiura telling Marufuji he had hair like a little girl, um, short and worn in a ponytail, and Marufuji calling telling Sugiura that he was an octopus, which is an insult you would never hear from anyone in Kino's generation as they use much stronger language which Marufuji's generation, which never would have been allowed to use by Misawa or Kobashi. Sugiura won via ref stoppage when he choked him out, but in the end they had a moment of understanding and reconciliation when they kind of shook hands and they realised now they had done what they set out to do. They had banished the bad taste left by the Suzuki army and now there would be no stopping the younger generation from coming after them with a vengeance. As is traditional in Noah, the champion is never able to breathe for long and enjoy his victory as a challenger is always lurking round the corner. Much to the fans' delight, Kino appeared. Now, this came as no surprise really, as he said he was going to fix the situation of Noah becoming stagnant with Marufuji and Sugiura, plus some inflammatory comments um, about Marufuji's failed bid for the Triple Crown and subsequent challenge for the, the GHC. As Kino walked to the ring, all you needed to do was play the Jaws theme. So Kino got in the ring, shrieked about Noah not progressing, and challenged for the belt. Then Kaito Kiyomiya appeared at the speed of light, got into the ring, and grabbed the microphone from Kino, and, after a nervous swallow and deep breath, basically said that he wanted a challenge also. You could tell that Kino, who was glaring and standing very still, which is always a sign that he's going to hurt someone, was thinking, not this asshole again. And it was agreed that they would face off for the number one contendership at the Misawa Memorial Show on the 10th of June. The winner, whoever he may be, will have to go through to Kashi Tugiura for the championship. And a very iconic picture was taken, which I am sad enough to put in a frame, of Kino and Kiyomiya facing off while Takashi Tugiura looked on from the corner. 
The picture says a lot about the generational shift in Noah, um, but, it also, but it also should be remembered that Genta Kobashi, the generation before Sugiura, was sitting, was sitting at ringside. So here we had three generations all in one place. Four, if you count the young Chinese at ringside. Kobashi's generation were replaced by Sugiuras. Sugiuras were replaced by Kinoas and Kiyomiyas. And Kino and Kiyomiyas will ultimately be replaced by the trainees one day. The aggression also came out, having won the heavyweight tag belt from Gokai earlier in the evening. Nakajima beating up Shiozaki in front of an unimpressed-looking Kenta Kobashi, who was in commentary and smirking at him while doing it, and stood on the ring apron. Katsuhiko Nakajima is incredible as a heel. It's his sinister body language that makes him so great. He looks smug, he smirks, he has an evil sarcastic grin, he enjoys hurting people, he talks down to people. And on occasion he didn't seem to need uh, studio lighting when he started laughing and then suddenly became serious and his face darkened into shadows for a second. It was like all the light was sucked out of the hall. The aggression didn't come out to challenge for the GHC heavyweight, although Masaki Tamiya did say later that they would team together and challenge for the belts. So his message to Sugiura and, um, you know, um, both to both Keno, Kiyomiya and the absent Marafuji, who'd come backstage um, by that point, was do not disregard us. What he meant was that although he was part of the generation who knew Misawa and the only one out of Kiyomiya, Keno and Kitamiya who knew him, it was that at 30 he is part of the next generation, as is Masaki Tamiya, who is about 28 or 29, I think, and that the veterans will not discount them, nor Kino and Kiyomiya as part of the rising generation, who will replace them, and by force if necessary. Afterwards the aggression left, and Kino told Kiyomiya that the look in this bastard's eyes is genuine, which is what he told him in January when he first challenged him for the belt, and they both left the ring, leaving Sugiura alone. Sugiura said, later said that the children had grown up and that Kino didn't want to listen to the old man anymore and then it was time to, to separate from him. As for Gokai, I don't think their tag is entirely broken up yet. I think the Kiyomiya still needs Shiozaki's input for a little while more, although he is starting now to break out on his own and he looks to be finding it easier than he did in January when Noah kind of threw him at it. And Shizaki has done wonders with him, uh, the same way Hashime Ohara has done with Hitoshi Kimano in the Junior League, although I don't think Kimano has ever been hampered with Kiyomiya's nerves. Shizaki said that he would aim for the top, while his equivalent Ohara seems to have found another student in Yunta Miyawaki, who he has been working with recently and has been seen giving advice to after a couple of matches they've had. Interestingly, Miyawaki has debuted a new move, a submission move, and O'Hara, like Ogawa, is the master at that. One final word on Takashi Sugiura. Heaven help us, he's going to be doing a live talk show in the same way that Yohei and Hayata did earlier in the year. Yohei and Hayata both had a lot to drink, and let's just say stories were told. I dread to think what Sugiura is going to come up with, considering that if he has to behave himself for about half an hour, an hour, when he has to meet with city officials on a promotional tour, he will post pictures of erotic-looking food later, or make comments to President Otida about what is not illegal when standing outside of a police station. Let's just leave it at that, because not even Otida answered him. The junior division has had its own uprising, although not in the same way as High 69 said generational wars 
are not really applicable here as really the only veterans are Ogawa and Minoru Tanaka and the youngest is Yonta Miyawaki who hasn't really won his first match yet. What is happening is that everyone seems to be ganging up on Raytels as they are sick of their dominance in the division. High 69 and Minoru Tanaka, who are the GHC Junior Tag Team Champions, know that come late July-August, when the Junior Global League Tag League starts, it will run from July 7th and wrap up in Korokuun Hall on the 5th of August in a event Noah have named Departure. Yohei and Hayata in particular are going to be after their belts, and so will Tadasuke and Daisuke Harada, who failed to take them in the title match. Although High69 did not win the GHC Junior from Harada, he says he hasn't given up yet. Although the hardcore match was awesome, the title match was somewhat lacking. Atsushi Katoge, of course, tried to use a stapler. Art High69 had used a staple paper to Daisuke Harada's head on Sugiyori later in the evening. He was unsuccessful. Ogawa looks to be joining with Minoru Tanaka and High 69 against Ray Tells, who he hates anyway and has for a long time, and the feeling is mutual between them both, with Yohei getting in his face, and Ogawa looking at Hayata and then back at Yohei as they appear to be boxing them in. Hitoshi Kumano is still on a quest to get Harada to accept his challenge for the GHC Junior title. Harada told him that Hashime Ohara was one thing, but he is quite out of his depth in challenging him. No date has been set at the time of speaking for the match, but it wouldn't surprise me if, during the build-up to it, Ogawa sided with Minoru Tanaka and I-69, and then challenged afterwards for the belt. As much as I and others want to see Kamano get this opportunity, I don't think he's ready for it quite yet, but I will imagine that the bag breakers will enter the global um, junior tag league, though. Raytales will be having their own box office in late June, the press conference was very funny, as Hayata, being very stubborn that evening, refused to pose with the others, though they tried to get him to join in and he wouldn't. He was also asked a question by a reporter, but her having already said two words during the evening, he whispered to Yohei what he wanted to say, and then told him to stop when Yohei was not staying it properly. There are no arrests appearing on the event. Yonta Miyawaki will have a singles match against Kaito Kiyomiya, which is probably their first outside the dojo. Go Shiyazaki is on the card facing Alexandra Otsuka. Harada came up with this idea after seeing Shiyazaki at Differ Cup and said he wanted him involved. The Backbreakers will face High 69 and Susumu Yuya. And Daisuke Harada will face Takashi Sugiura. Harada said that he wants this to be a GHC Junior versus GHC Heavyweight. They have had a match before, it was a few years ago, because their paths obviously so rarely so rarely cross and they're in two different divisions. And Harada wants to show Sugiura just how much he has grown and how much he's gained in strength. Harada also said that he wants to beat him up. Share the fantasy. Tadasuke will face Kazuma Sakimoto. Apparently Kazuma asked for this match. Yohei and Hayata, instead of teaming together, will face each other. Yohei teaming with Kurishio, Ikimen, Hiro, and Hayata with Saiki Yoshioka. I believe Yohei chose Hiro as their old friends, and Hayata and Yoshioka teamed together years ago in a team called Joka. Noah have announced a business alliance with Eastern Heroes, which is a wrestling promotion based in Shanghai in China, 
which is headed up by the former Simon Inoki. I say former, as I understand he is no longer part of the Inoki family, which has enraged his father, farmer, his, his former father-in-law, as he was not only Antonio Inoki's son-in-law, he was also his adopted heir. The Chinese athletes, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know their names yet, made an appearance at the Koroku and Horsha on the 29th, where they were introduced to the crowd. There are five of them so far. They will train in the Noah Dojo and eventually appear on Noah shows, and Noah will also send some of their um, trainers and wrestlers out to Shanghai. Another announcement made on the show was from Hashime Ohara, and of course it's, uh, by the show I mean Korokuun Hall. He is part of the committee who is organising the 70th anniversary celebrations for the Sports Association in Kawasaki in August, and he will be booking Noah to appear there. Uh, he is a little too humble to say that it is his produce, which it isn't really, but he wants not only to have Noah appear, he also wants to have the traditional dance department um, from his high school perform, and the college orchestra too. Hashime Ohara does a lot of work for the people of Kawasaki. He does exercise classes for the elderly, he does simple exercises with dementia patients to maintain muscle tone, I also believe that he's done some reading into the disease and found that exercise can be an effective way of delaying symptoms. And is a volunteer firefighter. And he is also going to give them discounts for the elderly and the children from the city who come to attend the show in August. Toshiaki Kawada will hold a Holy War Volume 2 in July. Although he hasn't announced the card yet, there does seem to be no participation and he will be having his what seems to be traditional talk battle, this time with Kazuhiko Nakajima. Nakajima is a stranger to him, but in a different way to Marafuji. He doesn't really share any ties with Nakajima, and by that I mean there is no Misawa, Giant Baba, or All Japan shared background. He had a match with Nakajima a few years ago, and his impression of him then was that he was still a little kid. Seeing Nakajima now, with his new attitude, the new look, he wants to talk to him and know more about him. Komoda's produce too is all about the old generation versus the new generation. He too is doing his part to ensure that the old are not forgotten, but at the same time, the new are not eclipsed by them. June in Noah is also was always a very sad time due to Misawa's death on the 13th in 2009, following an accident in the ring. The first tour of the month is always devoted to Misawa in some form, and a memorial match is held. The name of this year's tour is Navigation with Emerald Spirits, Emerald Green of course being Misawa's signature colour, and the colour of Noah. There will be an altar erected at the venue for fans to bring flowers to, and usually the wrestlers wear green wristbands in Misawa's memory. His portrait is erected and no banners are allowed on that side of the arena, with the gallery being closed to everybody. No one and nothing can be up there apart from him. Before the event takes place, there will be a memorial service conducted. This would have been a very special year for Misawa, what with Marafuji celebrating his 20 years, reconciling with Kawada and of course his participation in All Japan. And he would have been so proud. It is tempting to think that maybe had things been different and fate worked out differently, he and Kawada might have sat down and talked at Holy War, although knowing Misawa he probably would have teased him and Kawada's smile would have snapped off. There will be a memorial match held with Sugiura and Marafuji versus Nakajima and Shiozaki. 
Nakajima said this is going to be more than just a commemorative match. On the night, 50 Funky Powers will face each other in a singles match. It's rare that they do fight each other, but it does happen, and I don't believe that Noah are trying to hint at Discord or anything, or as Jay Bradley put it, uh, the battle over who gets Mimi, who is Yoni's pet bunny. They always shake hands while they start, and the funniest is to look on Quiet Storm's face when Yoni pulls his disco fever pose. I have to say that I love Yoni's flashing glasses, and it was hysterical the time he put them on May back at Taniguchi. So before I start the news section, I want to share a small but touching Misa, Mitsuharu Misawa story that Yuji Suruta shared on Twitter. Uh, Yuji uh, is of course one of the sons of Jumbo Suruta, who Misawa knew well from the All Japan days. Uh, Misawa saw Suruta's sons playing Game Boy at the airport and he came over to talk to them. He noticed that they were playing Pokemon and said that he too was a big Pokemon fan, his favourite being Venusaur. So, to wrap up the podcast, here is the news. Now that his term with Grizzlespire has expired, Naomichi Marafuji has moved on to new premises and is managing a place called Muscle Grill. The famous Shiranui Curry has also come with him and it will be sold in limited quantities in a package at Korokuan Hall. Marafuji is not the first Noah wrestler to branch out into selling food commercially as opposed to running a restaurant. A few years ago, Akitoshi Saito sold his own brand of lunch food and small snacks in his local area. Cody Hall and Marafuji will be heading to America in July, so we'll miss some Noah dates. No word on what they will be doing, all I know is that they are heading over there for some reason. Kino will be appearing for Frontline Wrestling this month for their debut show, where he will be facing Chris Ridgeway on Thursday, June 28th at Stratford Circus in London, UK. Noah will also be back in the UK in September for IPW, although so far only Marafuji has been announced. Noah has had a new trainee come to the dojo. Like the other boys, I know very little about him, but the poor boy found himself hope helping Ohara and Kumano pull in away his legs against the ring post. Afterwards, Ohara thanked him and sent him on his way by putting him back behind the barrier and shutting the gate for him. Namichi Marafuji failed in his challenge for the Triple Crown, but he did say that he wasn't finished with All Japan just yet, and in any case, they will be in attendance at Flight, which is the name of his 20th anniversary show in September at Sumo Hall. I'm afraid there hasn't been any further updates on anything regarding this recently, and no further card has been announced. I know that everybody is hoping for Kenta versus Marafuji, and by rights, it should be that. Riki Tosu has also announced another Power Hall event, which will feature Noah participation. Good news about Yoshihiro Takeyama. Um, he's got some slight movement back in his shoulders, and he's learning to use tablet devices. Takeyamania will be an annual thing now, and he is organising the cards for it. No card has been announced of yet, but Minoru Suzuki said that Takeyama has no idea his crazy cards mean for him, i.e. the booker. But now Michimara Fuji has been announced to attend in some capacity. Speaking of wrestler health, Takashi Sugiura has had the all clear for his heart problems and has been told he can now stop taking the medication which he's been taking for, for a long time. Ricky Marvin will be returning to Noah after a long absence in July and August. He will take part in Junior Global Tag League as far as I know. Uh, since I'm very sad and um, 
poignant news, uh, De Ferrari Ake has finally gone dark. The doors of the venue have, have now closed. De Ferrari Ake was uh, Noah's home for years, since about 2000 till about 2015, 2016. And it ran its last term show today, which was ironically All Japan, who I think believe, who I believe ran a, a show there before Noah did back in when Noah was in, just starting out in 2000. Uh, Noah had to leave De Ferrari Ake due to um, the venue changing hands. Uh, Takao Amori, um, who has um, who came over from all Japan with Misawa in 2000, stood on the steps where the iconic picture was taken of the young new Noah. Uh, he stood there at the same date and the same time, and the picture was taken. And he shut his eyes, and he remembered that day. Noah, new and full of hope. Misawa, Kabashi, Takeyama, the young generation, which is quite ironic of Marafuji. Kenta Morishima, Rikio, Akiyama was, was there as well. Mitsuo Momota, all the you know, all the old vets, all the old old guard, they were they were all there. So farewell Differ, and thank you for the memories. So before I sign off, I just want to let you know that I've applied, or rather my boyfriend has applied for me as I'm too shy to do it myself, to do a live Noah podcast at WrestleMediacom 2018 in Manchester, England this year. Um, we haven't had any word back from them other than they are interested in it, um, so I will keep you posted on any developments. And if you could let me know what subject or subjects you'd be interested in hearing, I would be very grateful. Well, as ever, thank you for tuning in. I will be back in a few weeks with another smaller podcast on another Noah-related subject. So, see you next time. This presentation has been brought to you by Noah Archive, the pro-wrestling Noah podcast. 